wisdom for your workplace pastor says that in your workplace you are a representative of jesus christ you are existing there as a road pointer pointing people to jesus and to display excellence this message explains some wisdom keys to succeed at your workplace Tonight I want you to open your bibles to the book of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes the uh the ninth chapter and verses 10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might, for there is no work, no device nor knowledge nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest amen whatsoever thy hand findeth to do do it with all thy might for there is no work no device no knowledge no wisdom in the grave where thou goest i want to title the message something that the holy spirit inspired me tonight to pray and i was having this tug of war in my spirit because i had something else in my heart and then the spirit of god was kind of asking me to pray for your workplaces for your careers so i want to title the message wisdom for your workplace wisdom Can you say that wherever you are I need God's wisdom for my workplace. I need God's wisdom for my workplace. Amen. Why do you need God's wisdom for your career or for your job or for your workplace? Because wherever you are you are existing as a representative of the kingdom of God. in your workplace in your career in your job even in your studies wherever you have to realize that you are a representative of Jesus Christ people are watching your character people are watching your conduct your action people are watching the output or the performance that you bring in to your workplace How will this child of God practice as an advocate? How will this child of God practice in the construction business? People are watching. The reason you need wisdom is because you exist as a light bearer and a road pointer. in the place of your work you're existing there as a road pointer pointing people to Jesus especially to the ungodly at your workplace and your assignment is actually to set the pace and not keep the pace you're supposed to display excellence be dutiful 
be faithful that the people around you the unbelievers see it the third reason is you are designed by god to excel and rise in the place of your career or in your business look at joseph look at daniel look at esther their influences always went up god raised them up so they were able to influence from top to down so god wants you to rise god places you in places of authority for you to rise to glorify the name of jesus somebody is going to step into your next level of promotion and blessing in the name of the lord so you need wisdom in your workplace how should you walk the people know that you are a child of god you know we live in a ruthless world in a very competitive world we are not called to be competitive or to be ruthless we are supposed to excel in the potential that god has placed inside of you in the gift and talent you excel because you have to give an account before god and you want to glorify god with all that is given you so what should you do wisdom number 1 key is give it all it takes say that with me give it give it all, all it takes it takes don't be half hearted deploy maximum diligence eliminate laziness some people wake up sleepy walk sleepy go to walk sleepy and come back home sleepy God wants you the wisdom is to deploy full energy full energy into the work that you do that's the word that you read whatsoever thy hand findeth to do do it with all thine energy or with all thy might anything will give you what it contains if you give it what it takes i repeat that anything anything will give you what it contains if you give it what it takes whether it be ministry whether it be business whether it be academic pursuit the 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 the, the you know the input that determines your output i mean what you put into it you will you will get whatever that ministry or business or whatever that you're doing what contains you will get it if you give it what it takes so give it all it takes i heard once a man of god say those who take things casually end up in casualty <laughs> nothing becomes glorious till somebody becomes serious whether it be in their career whether it become in the job or ministry Wisdom number 2 is you got to be involved men- mentally just not with your hands working have you seen that some people send their mind on an excursion 
even sitting before this uh, this uh, uh, you know phone or camera or whatever you know your mind is somewhere else your mind is gone for an excursion for a picnic and you're doing the work it's almost like you are a robert a zombie you got to put your mind to work nobody will mind you until you mind your own actions <laughs> somebody want everybody else to mind them but they upset that nobody minds them. nobody will mind you until you mind yourself a madman is a man who doesn't use his mind or who has lost his mind he's alive but considered dead why because his mind is not active tonight God is gonna set minds free your mind is going to be involved even if you are in the kitchen cooking your mind is going to be involved even if you are in a job your mind is going to be involved your mind is not going to be lazy your mind is going to be activated by the power of God tonight people who have useless lives have useless minds you gotta sometimes sit down and think how do I achieve business growth how do I achieve this in my career? How do I go into ministry into the next level? You got to sit and think, sit and think. There are people who will not sit and think. Some people who are in debt will not even realize how much they are in debt. They've, they've, they've not thought about it. Unless you take responsibility in your mind and think and apply your mind and bring that situation before the Lord, God's hand cannot move. Tonight, lift your hand and say, I need my mind to be activated by the Holy Spirit. Filled with God's wisdom. It is the synergy of strategy and energy that guarantees destiny. Poetic. Say, wah, 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 pastor, wah. It is the synergy of strategy and energy strategy is mind and energy that is your physical capacity that guarantees destiny or productivity you want fruitfulness there has to be a synergy there are people who will work like a mule but who will never put their mind and there are people only who will put their mind <laughs> but who will never work You know, when I, you know, I, as a matter of fact, it's good that if you can have a prayer time, a study time, and a strategy time. I heard a man of God say a long time back, Holy Spirit talks to those who think. And I got a scripture for that, Acts 10, 19. Holy Spirit talks to those who think, Acts 10, 19. While Peter thought on the vision, while Peter thought on the vision, the spirit, the said, spirit unto said unto him. See, while Peter thought, the spirit spoke to him. See, if you think, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. It was thinking that made the Holy Spirit say, "Okay, let me step in. Let me step in and speak to him." Wisdom number three. Do what others avoid. 
it is your ladder up run in the direction opposite to where others are running everyone avoided goliath david ran towards goliath everyone avoided taking care of the father's sheep david ran towards doing taking care of the father's sheep every goliath is a door to your next level every giant that you face in your life every battle that you face by the grace of god that is your doorway to the next level tonight be victorious in the name of jesus to function like others is to end up like others sometimes people who go for work and they say after all it's a government job nobody will mind no there is no camera in our office refuse to flow with the crowd so you won't be lost in the crowd say that with me i refuse to flow i refuse to flow with the crowd because i don't want to be lost because i don't want to be with the crowd may you find your space in the kingdom of god may you find your your space in that business may your business be promoted by the hand of the living god may the work of your hands be established and may god get the glory to the work of your hands lift your hands i receive my breakthrough i receive my wisdom i'm going to step in to see the blessing of god blessing of god amen. amen wisdom number 4 be service oriented or service minded this is a very 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 powerful thing be service oriented or service minded refuse the mentality of a boss refuse the mentality of your of a boss genesis 40 verse 4 look at that from scripture genesis 40 verse 4 and the captain of the guard charged joseph with them and the captain of the guard charged joseph with them or put joseph in charge over them and he served them see and he served them he didn't put up his collar like that and say i'm the boss from now on captain of the team yeah see he didn't act like a boss he said how can i serve jesus told the disciples you know the disciples said you know who gets to sit next to the father uh, on to your left and right who gets to sit i mean who will rule who will be in charge who is the greatest among us is it the one who serves christian leadership is always about a towel around your waist some people want the title some people want to be the pastor some people want but it's not service it's the title that inspires them title is not it's serving to act like a boss is to end up in the box <laughs> let me take one more moment and laugh to it <laughs> to act like a boss is to is to end up in the box everybody will leave you Are you with me? Nobody will give you counsel. Okay, you're the boss. Do it. No matter how great a player you are, 
if you think you can take the team to victory all the time and you don't need a team and you're out there batting, hmm, no, 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 no. It's only a question of time. If you need a future, how many of you say I need a future? Amen. Don't seek status. Seek service. How can I serve? Don't struggle to have a title, but to serve. Can you imagine? I have a gardener boy. Tomorrow, if I give him a badge, doctor, surgeon, it's a title I'm giving him. Doctor, surgeon. And give him a doctor's cloth, coat, by my stethoscope. Will you allow him to operate in your life? He will cut you like he cuts weeds. Why? Because the title <laughs> does not help. It does not help. Some people have titles, pastors, but they have never pastored five people. Number five. I mean, don't, before number five, you know, don't struggle to make a name. Whether it be in your struggle to make a mark, and the name will come. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Are you enjoying God's word tonight? Yeah. Number five, wisdom for your workplace or your career. Give out your very best. Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. The secret of Daniel is mentioned there. We know that scripture, but look through it again. Daniel 6 verse 3. Then this Daniel, and this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princess because an excellent spirit was in him. See, he, that, that's giving your best. An excellent spirit was upon him don't give anything short of the best if you can't do it well don't do it excellence you're doing best will bring about three things in your life one it will bring an audience it will give you preeminence or prominence not preeminence prominence and it will attract also abundance. Your boss can hate you because of maybe you are a born again believer. People who work with you can hate you because you carry a Bible. But the quality of the things that you deliver, they won't be able to say anything. They won't be able to do anything. Racism won't work there. Favoritism won't work there. Gender won't work there. You can't say, my boss didn't help me because I'm a woman. No, no, no. If the quality of your work is, whew, God will lift you up. Number six, maintain integrity or uprightness. 
do the right things at all times daniel 6 verse 4 then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against daniel concerning the kingdom but they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful neither was there any error or fault found in him so they couldn't find a fault is daniel coming to office late no he's there <laughs> is he taking his afternoon break more than the given time no 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 is is he leaving early from work no no and this on time is he taking any bribes no nothing that that sort will work they couldn't find a fault you will realize in life that there are people who are looking for a fault to bring you down to bring your business down to bring your career down to bring your vocation down tonight lift your head and say lord give me the grace the wisdom that they will find no error no fault because of your bless because of the grace that you have bestowed upon me because of a steadfast spirit lift you and lift your hands and ask jesus to bless you with it wisdom keys to succeed in your career number 7 be indispensable it is an interesting scripture amazing scripture daniel chapter 1 verse 21 daniel 121 and daniel continued even unto the first year of king cyrus Daniel continued under the first year of King Cyrus. Nebuchadnezzar during his rule Daniel came into power. I mean he was got into that position. Then his son Belshazzar became the king. He was still in that seat. Then Darius took command. He's still in charge. And that continued even when cyrus the king came can you imagine that nebuchadnezzar belshazzar were babylonian kings the 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 uh, the, the median empire meds m e d e s empire that is darius and cyrus even you know the rulership changed political parties might come and go chief ministers might change but you can be the principal secretary <laughs> If God favors you, if God, Amen. I mean, anyway, that you can't do without Daniel. They'll say we can't do without Daniel. Oh, blessed! People say sometimes you know everybody is dispensable, you know, but there are some people who are indispensable. Oh, there are some people, some businesses, some companies who are indispensable. because of the hand of the lord upon them lift your head and say thank you jesus for your mighty hand upon my life but daniel continued wow can you imagine that glory unto the name of jesus amen so the kind of work that you do daniel nobody else can do it the moment you put away we start missing you you know in europe i was watching robots have taken over jobs 
You're competing with robots. People who fail to improve themselves, robots will take your job. Are you with me? I mean, I have a robot cleaning up my house. Let no machine take your life or take your job or your place. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Doesn't matter how technologically people develop in life. Hallelujah. May your jobs, may your businesses never shut down. That is a word for somebody. Rutaba with all kind of technological progress. May the work of your hand be established. May God continue to favor you and lift you up. Now there are disposable clothes disposable equipment disposable masks it's healthier but your life can't be disposable amen, amen. amen. lift your hand and say yes in the name of jesus because of the hand of the lord upon my life because of god's grace upon my life amen number seven i think number number seven Wisdom key. Protect the interest of your superior or your organization. Protect the interest of your superior or organization. You might not see interest, I mean, results immediately, but there is a God. Say, but there is a God. Amen. You might be called, ah, when President Spayantunu looks like he's the intelligence officer, he will tell the CEO everything. People might say that, but don't let that bother you. Wisdom from Bible is this anybody who determines your paycheck deserve your loyalty. Anybody who determines your paycheck deserves your loyalty. Anybody who impacts your life, whether it be with resources or whether it be directly or indirectly, need your loyalty. You're duty bound to make sure you don't work against them. There's a saying in English, to bite the finger that feeds you is to die of hunger. Whether it be working for a company, don't work against the organization that is helping you, paying your children's fees, putting food on the table, helping you to shop. Don't badmouth them. Even if the organization does not see it, be faithful. God sees it. Lift your hand and say, I need to be faithful. To be faithful. When my boss doesn't see it, for my God sees it. Amen. When you study the scriptures, you know, you will find in the book of Esther chapter 6, Mordecai was helped by this man called, uh, uh, no, King Hazarius was helped by this man called 
Mordecai, a God-fearing Jew. Actually, he saved his life. He overheard an assassination attempt against the king, warned. And his name was written in the book of records. Haman, a diabolic man, wanted to destroy Mordecai. We know the story, the book of Esther. Wanted to destroy him, wanted to destroy Mordecai. But the Bible says in Esther 6, the king was troubled one night and he opened the book of records and saw the name Mordecai and said, what has been done for this man? See, when you do things faithfully, your name is recorded. And God will make sure the first half of your season or life, somebody might take your position like a Haman and try to destroy you and all that. But one day the book of records will be opened and your reward and your celebration will come. Lift your hand and say, yes. Hallelujah. My time will come. God will favor me and lift me up. I'll stay faithful unto him. Wisdom key number eight. Be an asset and not a concern. A blessing and not a burden. When you work somewhere, you have to ask yourself, am I a blessing or am I a burden? You come to church and sometimes I wonder, are you a blessing or are you a burden? <laughs> now there are people who uh, get into companies or are all that because of sympathy. I refuse to be one of that. Never allow anybody to marry you because they pity you. It's a frustrated marriage. Are you with me? Poor girl. If I don't marry her, she won't have a future. <laughs> She'll have a greater future. <laughs> Amen. Be an asset. Not a source of concern. Number nine, be faithful, reliable, dependable, trustworthy. Anything more you can add to that? Add on. Ah. Be faithful. Be reliable, be dependable, be trustworthy. Sounds like Tanya. <laughs> Genesis 39 verse 6. Just Genesis 39 verse 6. And he left all that he had mm. in Joseph's hand, mm. and he knew not what he, ha he See, had. 44 left everything into Joseph's hands because Joseph was dependable, trustworthy, reliable. Everything. Everything left. Everything left into Joseph's hands because this guy is, he won't cheat. He won't steal. He won't rob. He won't misuse. Sometimes in marriages, 
can the heart of a husband trust the wife i was uh, reading about uh, you know i mean will everything be safe you know a story that goes around in africa before marriage when the guy goes to see the woman or the girl comes to see the man i do not know which way but either ways what they do is the man will leave some money or some valuable things here and there and the woman has to impress by cleaning the house somebody who just loves women would say not in this time and season and age <laughs> it's a nice thing to do i do it here and it is to see whether this woman is marriable if this woman after cleaning the house we do that with servants sometimes when we pick a servant two days to test them out we leave some money or something there that's in our culture but in the african culture they leave it there for the woman <laughs> and if the woman takes the money and keeps it then that money is put in a packet and sent to the father saying not marriable see adam took an apple and closed the garden adam had a garden but he took an apple and closed the garden don't steal crows god will give you billions be faithful he who is faithful in little god says i'll make you faithful over much i will add on to your life number 9 number 9 10 be a solution provider and not a money monger don't be a money hungry employee is a danger i did identify the problems around you and try to find a solution for that you have to be somebody who will decongest your boss there are people who will you know come for an go for a job interview and they'll say the first thing they ask is how much how much is the pay when is the raise when do i get a more allowance what is the travel allowance they're just interested in that financial side of it and those kind of people are low impact people but real impact people are people who are not concerned about the money but they are saying like how can i impact this company what can i bring to the table they will go up the other is what do i get there was a woman at work one of the preachers was in US and this woman took her, you know he and his wife the, the preacher and his wife you know 
all through that week, this woman had taken a leave from the office and was taking and driving them to the meetings and all that. She said, hey, you know, how can you do that? Almost a week. And the woman said, my boss knows who I am. I never asked for leave, sick leave, holiday, break. I never asked for that. And he knows. This is the first time I'm asking because I want to serve the Lord. Can I have a week off? The boss said, of course you can. And this woman's attitude was that he, she went to her boss, who was also a man, you know, and then said, Ma'am, am I doing, am I doing the work that I'm supposed to do? How can I make it easier for you? Is there anything that I'm meant to do that I'm not doing? Am I doing something that I'm not supposed to do? And this boss said, you're doing everything perfectly. I wish somebody else in the organization had asked me these questions. <laughs> oh boy, I would have loved to have that woman in my church here. But thou shalt not covet somebody else's sheep. Lord, forgive me. I know a couple of people in, in the church here who has got that heart. Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? How can I make things easier for you? Is, is there anything that I'm meant to do that I'm not doing? Is there anything that I'm doing that I'm not supposed to do? Wow. You want to just hug them, lift them up and say, be promoted, be, ah, go on and succeed in your life, be blessed. You know, that's the right kind of heart. Take the headaches away from your boss. Don't be the headache. I, clo I close with this. Prepare for your next level before it arrives. Before opportunity arrives, prepare for it. Genesis 41 verse 14. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Preparation precedes promotion. He already had the dress ready. <laughs> He's already prepared the dress and kept. Oh, I've got a dream. God gave me a dream. And so I've got already the dress laid up. Whenever the Pharaoh calls me, that's the one that I'm going to wear. He kept the palace clothes with him. When opportunity meets preparation, the outcome is celebration. When opportunity lacks preparation, the outcome is regret and frustration. You people say, I wish, oh, I wish, oh, Pastor, in the ministry, I wish, I wish, I wish. No, no, people say that, I wish. Right? There was no preparation.
God will do miracles. Say that with you. God will do? God will do? Miracles. Miracles. Not magic. <laughs> Unless you prepare. How can you do a miracle? <laughs> Some people are waiting for magic. Nothing happens. You prepare your heart <laughs> in faith and belief to receive. The power of God will come upon you. Even tonight, there is a supernatural anointing flowing for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Joseph prepared himself. Don't wait till your car arrives. Learn driving. That's what preparation is. You're praying for car, Lord. Give me car. I want to pray. Car, Lord. Don't wait till your husband arrives. Prepare yourself to be a wife. Don't wait till big money comes in. Prepare yourself to be a good steward. How do I handle multinationals? How do I handle the laws of this nation? How do I handle theirs? Are you preparing yourself? Welcome to JGM Business School tonight, if you just tuned in. <laughs> Maybe that can be the title tonight. <laughs> Wisdom for your work. Oxford, Harvard all started as Bible schools. Do you know that? Harvard, Oxford all started as Bible schools. So who knows? The next point we close with that. Go the extra mile. Don't just prescribe the solution. Participate in the implementation. Joseph told Pharaoh the interpretation of the dream and he participated. He went the extra mile. Extra milers go extra high. 1 Corinthians 15 was, I think it's 50. 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 50, 15, 50, not 50. 1 Corinthians 15, let me see. Paul said, uh, let me see. Verse 10, 1 Corinthians 15, 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. I have gone the extra mile. I labored more than any others. I labored more than... James and I labored more than Peter. I went ahead, extra mile. If you go the extra mile, you won't look for work. Work will look for you. Extra milers are responsible people who will say, no, they don't take excuses. Don't be backward-minded and looking for excuses. This, this man by the pool of Bethsaida, he said, I have no man to help me but to get into the water. Who's speaking about a man? Roll over to the side of the pool. 
Stay in that pool till the angel comes. Never be perceived as somebody who will dodge work and... No, no. Yes, I'm ready. Have you seen children like me when I was a child? Monday morning comes. The first question that I ask is, when is Friday coming? <laughs> because you don't want to go to school. You just want to know, when is Friday coming? If you're just like me, say, Lord, forgive us. <laughs> you don't want to go in. The last point, I think it's the 14th one. Arm not your enemies by underperforming. There are people whose head is headquarters of the devil who are looking for an excuse to put you out of work, to close your company, to close your career, to stop your blessing. And that is why it says in Daniel 6 and verse 4, Daniel, there was no blame, nothing that could be targeted at him. Amen. Does he care for the kingdom? Does he care for the company? Does he care for the organization? Yes. So these are the wisdom keys tonight. If there is an area that you need to repent, whether it be in your workplace, whether it be in your business, your carry, your job, take a moment before the Lord in prayer to humble yourself and to say, Lord, forgive me. Even in ministry, some of these principles, you can apply it for ministry. Being in a church and then working against it. It doesn't help you. It doesn't prolong your life. It doesn't get you what God wants you to have. Whether you do it silently or publicly. God sees it. Whatever you sow, you reap.